0: To In Football Terms for a very special episode today, where we're joined by the club representatives of PSG who are coming to us live over Zoom from Canada. Now, uh, PSG themselves, a very in- interesting club, before they took the move into the international leagues, they they went through a few of their own negotiations with players themselves. Today, we're going to be talking about, in particular, first off, Guilfi Sigurdson. Now, Guilfi Sigurdsson. Uh, and you, you were telling me just before, we're in the negotiation phase for quite an extended period of time. Can you just elaborate on what that was like?
1: Um, well, first of all, thanks for having me. Um, it's a pleasure. Um, yeah, I think that in as a club representative, we were really back and forth negotiating in terms of whether I wanted to sign him or not. And, uh, it was a long drawn out process. You could say for sure. Um, it was definitely a learning curve for, I think both the player and the club, um, during that time. And I think, uh, it, it was just wrong, wrong timing. And, um, I don't know. It was a good experience, but I think it was off and on. And as the player, I think it was, for the player, it was quite difficult to see where the club's mind was at. Yeah, I think that's Speaking a very fair from, point. Yeah, mm-hmm. and,
0: and we do know from what from what we've heard is that the the kind of, uh, well, it wasn't even a contract termination, but just how the the negotiations broke down. Mm. Let's just say they weren't in. It didn't happen in the most friendly manner.
1: It did not. That's one way to put it.
0: And, <laughs> and and that was because of of the 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 club's interest or the player's interest.
1: I would have to say it was the club's interest.
0: Yeah, because I
2: think what we saw was that it was broken down like yeah. the there was different uh different perspectives on how this uh this negotiation was going where PSG you know really didn't see it as too much whereas Gilfie really saw this as a potential move and thought as he told me personally that this was a negotiation that went on for over one and a half years which I think was not so true when you look at the the grand scheme of things
0: yeah exactly and if that was the case, it would be an unbelievably long <laughs> negotiation process. And as we've learned before, that doesn't even equal the best transfer in the end. Oh, so no, no, I think no, no, no. It, it may have been for the best that that's broke down, especially because we see Gilfie entering into some of his own negotiations. We might touch we'll on that in a later, later podcast. Yeah. Let's move to to Abamyang now, who who himself is getting involved with other clubs. But again, we'll move to that later. Abamyang was a lot shorter than than the Gilfie Sigurdsson uh, you know. negotiations and it kind of happened off the back of the of the Sigurdsson negotiations would you say or were they in tandem at, at some points
1: look I wouldn't say they were in tandem because you could really not classify either of them as negotiations as a, as a club we had external plans um, but I think that it was somewhat simultaneous um, but we actually the club and the player actually had previous run-ins you could say a year before and so it was kind of bringing up a little bit of history and um, it was yeah it was in in tandem I think and it was uh unofficial official negotiations
0: how much would you say the fact you touched on external plans there? We know mm. that you as a club did did actually transition leagues, which is something we've just seen with with Hoffenheim transition leagues from from our, our home league to the Can- Canadian league. Yeah, how much did that have an effect on your interactions with Abameyang throughout when that was going on?
1: I think that majorly impacted it. I think if uh, external plans would not, were not made, things would be very different. Um, I'm not saying that in any way that I would have ex- like extended the negotiation phase, made it anything more than it was. But I think that it really affected the club's perspective of looking at that player as a potential signing.
2: Yeah, because I think that move overseas really kind of made it aware to both you and to Aubameyang that if this was to go anywhere, it would be pretty quickly stopped or like pretty quickly become quite hard to continue uh the negotiations, or if you know the transfer was made before the move overseas, it just wouldn't have worked. So I think it was smart from from your perspective to call it a day and and make it clear that this wasn't really going to go anywhere. Just continuing yeah.
0: from the oh no, you go, go ahead. Alrighty, so continuing from the uh, the uh, Canadian League, can you tell us mm. a bit about about what the players are like? Have you done any scouting yourself and have you entered into any negotiations the past, what, three or four months of you, you playing in this new league?
1: Well, uh, as I've actually only been playing in this league for a month now. Uh, I just started kind of getting a a view of the field, you could say, for the last month. And um, it, is, it is something else, let me tell you. Uh, it is. It's nothing like I've seen before um, it's different and it's exciting and I uh, have definitely been doing some scouting I have some have some uh, potential players lined up um, it's only been a month again so no relationships and no dotted lines have been signed yeah um, but there is definitely there is definitely a wider market, you could say.
2: So are we saying quality of players in this new league is much higher than we've seen over here, or are we just saying it's it's just different?
1: I think from an outside perspective, I would like to say it's higher. But then again, I am looking from the outside. I haven't really got the inside play on things yet. I haven't personally um spoken had any meetings and spoken to these these players so from the outside looking in I would have to say it is higher. Um then again I'm not from the outside looking in back back home. So it's I think it's a different point of view.
0: Do you not think that some of the same issues in these negotiations, if you do choose to enter into some could arise as in the Abamiang negotiations, whereas you know this is this is kind of uh, the club is in the Canadian league for maybe only a, a short period of time. How does that then affect your your current negotiations?
1: Look, I think uh, it's a very different kind of negotiation that I uh, that the club is taking on in Canada. I think. Um, Back home, it was a lot, it it had a lot more intentions, and we had a lot more long term kind of intentions for the player to sign for. And I think here it's a little bit different.
0: You're looking at some loan deals, you could say.
1: I, yes, you could say that.
2: So, and what you're saying as well is that maybe in Canada, we're looking for just quick game time, we're looking to make achievements and kind of improve the resume a little bit as a club and that's about it because obviously we don't have the time for extended contracts to be to be signed so is that is that what you think is the plan
1: I think uh that is the current plan um depending on what players we can we can get on it'll it it may dictate the future but uh that is the current plan i would say
2: Whether you are aware or not I think there was a, mm. there was a strong link with Fabrizio, our own Fabrizio, mm. and we just want to get a taste of whether you actually knew that was going on or whether that really went under the radar.
1: Um, I think I think clubs more know than the pl- more know more than the players think they do. I think as a club representative, I have a very big basis of people on my radar, and um, I am aware of a lot of things, um, and I think at the time I had a, a lot of um, decisions that had to be made, and so I was aware of it, but it was, uh, I wouldn't say it wasn't a priority, but it wasn't a a major decision yeah and, and do you think,
2: do you think that was maybe cut off as well by these negotiations with Abameyang because we saw well from my my perspective being a little bit of an agent for Fabrizio we saw him really take a, a step back from mm-hmm. making it clear to you when when Aubameyang came on the scene in in all respect for Abameyang he wanted to kind of take the the backseat position and wait for his turn so do we do you think uh that that did affect any potential negotiations or anything that may have happened
1: i do i do i think that and i think the fact that i already had two serious players in a somewhat of a negotiation phase definitely affected um my reasoning
2: for that yeah, i think i think that's fair to say yeah and just because we were touching on before that you're really looking overseas at quick uh, achievements and a lot of game time. Coming back, do, do you expect to to look for players that have also had similar experience in game time and um, achievements or are you really going to come back and it's going to be level playing again and whoever whoever wants you can take their shot?
1: I think that's a very broad statement. I think that uh, I cannot speak for what the future will hold. For one thing, I whilst that may be what I'm looking for right now as a club, you never know uh, what player is going to come along. And so I don't want to speak for the future. I'd like to say that when I do come back, it'll be a level playing field, but I uh, don't Don't want to... Yeah.
0: So just going back to Abamiang just briefly, we did actually hear exclusive insight that he, the the player actually said that he would wait for the club. For the duration of the time that the club was was in the overseas league, he would wait. Now, was this ever something you, you took into consideration or was this just unrealistic to you?
1: Um, I think at the time... It was a little unrealistic, and especially because I was unsure of what I was getting into transferring as a club. And um, I think that since experiencing and being over here, I think it's it's still undecided how long I will be here. And I think it still stands as unrealistic a little bit. And as much as that's um, a compliment from the player, you know, wanting to sign and putting that offer out on the table. I think that it's, it's a little bit unrealistic just for me because, and as a club, like we haven't decided what the expectations will be going back. Um, Especially having a whole new field over here um, and a range of players. I think it's, I wouldn't say unrealistic, but it's just, um, it's, it's not in the what? How do I say range to think about? Like, it's not in the brain space. <laughs> yeah, and I
2: think it's safe to say that moving, moving away, will give you a lot of time as well to think about, like your your negotiations back home, because I oh, think that, sure. that will, yeah, that will dictate what you do coming back. You know who you, who you choose to go for if you choose to look for for anyone. So I think. To make assumptions that waiting is going to be the right, the right decision, you know, I don't think you can really say that.
0: Yeah, and just mm-hmm. to finish it, just to finish it up, finish off. We know that you still have a lot of fans back home. You left a lot of fans when you went to the Canadian League. Just for the fans back home that might be listening, how are you enjoying your time over there? And can you just tell us a bit, like what what not just the league, but the general country is like, just
1: quickly. Um. I think that being over here has really made me appreciate home and my fans and I could not express how much I miss them in words. However, I think that I've found I found what I was looking for, you could say, and I and for those people that know what I was looking for, I found it and um I think just speaking to Everyone back home, we're getting ripped off, at, uh, at school, <laughs> um, I think it's it's a, it's an, it's quite the experience being over here. Um, everyone, it's a whole different culture of people, whole different attitude towards everyone, um, and I think that. Just the atmosphere is a lot more positive than it was back home. At least coming from me, who's just honest, like in the honeymoon phase of traveling, still um, looking looking at it that way. But the experience is uh, has been very fulfilling, and um, I don't know what else do you want to know about the country.
0: <laughs> no, that's pretty much it. Thanks so much for taking the time out of your your day to speak to us psg i know it's probably getting late where you are so we'll wrap it up thanks so much for your time
1: yeah of course thanks for having me